Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode four of Ramblin' with Courtney Escher. It is I, Courtney Escher. I would like to ramble about personal development today. I am so passionate about that topic. Up until this point in my life, I feel comfortable saying that I have just been so wrong about some things. And I'll tell you why. (laughs) As a collective, we are taught to go against ourselves. Go against everything that we think is right to go against our own intuition, what we need out of certain situations in our life. And it often leads us down paths where we feel like we need to seek out answers outside of ourselves for every situation, but to also outwardly validate ourselves into thoughts that we are correct and that's not always the case yes i'm i'm part of that crowd too everybody's part of that crowd but i i just don't feel bad admitting that because i know how to take accountability in situations now and i didn't. I mean, I I really actually always thought I took accountability, but I don't think I took it to the fullest extent it should have gone to. I've been in situations before where I've had to make somebody else that was in that situation with me I've made them out to be the bad guy. And I'm the good girl. I'm, I didn't do anything wrong. Everything's their fault. I can feel people just shuddering at what I said. Because I'm pretty sure you've been in that situation too. And I think I'm shedding some light on it. Where we feel like we always have to be in the right. We always have to be correct because God forbid that we're labeled a bad person in situation and that's just what we're taught. What we're taught is everybody's either good or bad and I'm not saying that there's not evil in this world. There 100% is. I myself have been in situations where there's been no explanation for what somebody else has done to me. And I have to accept that because I am also the other person in that situation who gave myself the green light to be in that situation. Nobody likes to think that situations are their fault as much as the other person that's in that situation with them. 
And like I've stated, I've been that person where I treated myself like I've done nothing wrong. It was always the other person. That's not the case. It takes two to tango. Whether you put that into a sexual window or just a relationship of any kind. It could be a friendship. It could be a boyfriend, girlfriend, they ship situation. It could be anything. And people just don't like to be vulnerable enough to take that accountability. And I'm standing on this side of it and I'm like, you know, that's actually how you release yourself. How you let go of situations on my YouTube channel. I actually... I made a video, I can't remember what episode it was or anything, but it was about letting go. And I talked about letting go of control. I was also in a very depressed state when I made that video. And I don't think I could articulate everything to the fullest like I wanted to. I also was at that point where I didn't fully understand what it meant to let go yet. I thought I did and it was a little more half-assed. I honestly don't want to say anything I do is half-assed. It's really not. It's like I give my all in every situation I'm in and that could actually mean that I'm just more depressed but I'm always giving myself 100%. I can always say that is something that I can promise in every situation. Despite how I feel, I'm I'm always going to be me. I'm always going to be myself. But anywho, letting go. I've actually been um, working pretty hard on myself lately. And when I say lately, I mean the past like three years plus. I've always just seen myself in very unfair situations and I didn't know why. I was always getting the shorter end of the stick and now I can confidently say that I was getting the shorter end of the stick because that's where I was placing myself. I found myself to be in victim mode for quite some time and I didn't understand why. And it's actually because societal standard to never think that you're wrong. Because we're often raised to not upset others. (laughs) That makes sense. Um, to stay the bounds of a system so that we don't rock the boat but here's the thing rocking the boat aka letting go of something that's basically what is needed to make changes i found myself in that place where i felt like there was something not wrong but some kind of disconnect within myself and for the longest time and I just did not know what it was and really it's I've been following some pretty old beliefs and it's basically what I was raised to be. It's not like a personal thing for me it's more of a collective thing. When I say collective I mean like a mass amount of people. I basically mean everyone. Nobody's immune to this. 
we can watch TV and this will happen. Or the music we listen to. The movies we watch. Just every fucking thing that we can do throughout our day-to-day lives can create the person that we see in the mirror. And it really happens just to be who that person, that person we believe to be is who is betraying us and we've been conditioned to follow those rules whether be it subconscious or unconscious we often subscribe to rules that just don't fit anymore and breaking out of that mold of societal beliefs breaking out of that the mold that we've been poured into and that hardened us to who we think we are, that's not us. That doesn't have to be us for the rest of our lives, you know? Like, it's so sad to me how we have always just believed that once we grow up and we're this way, that's who we gotta be for the rest of our lives. I've personally reached a point that I've grown up, I... (laughs) Some of you might disagree, (laughs) but I've grown up into what I thought was that good girl, that good person. I should be the person that has to say yes to things so I don't make somebody else mad. That person that has to do what they're told so that the other person stays around me and helps me, which is actually very manipulative and I'm coming to terms with that still. I'm having a little bit of a epiphanies <laughs> right now as I speak and it's honestly a little heavy but when you can actually sit down with yourself and either write out or just talk out loud or do like a little voice recording on your phone or something and you can actually word vomit and say your truth say exactly what's on your mind and then you go back and listen to it or read it or whatever it's astounding sometimes just what you can see or hear. I've been doing that for years. I used to not give it enough credit because I was like, okay, so I mean, if I can't see something right in front of me, like how am I supposed to understand something more if I have it written down or I have it said by me? And it's so weird because you're eyes can betray you so much more than you think. As I speak, I have that Madonna song popping my head. It's called Frozen. In the first verse, she says, you only see what your eyes want to see. How can life be what you want it to be? You're frozen when your heart's not open. You're so consumed with how much you get You waste your time with hate and regret. You're broken when your heart's not open. They say the eyes. I'm sorry, that was a little, a little, a little much for me. 
They say that your eyes are the windows to your soul. And to me, your soul is connected right to your heart. And when your eyes only see, when they only see things uh, a certain way, and they pretty much ignore everything, <laughs> you almost have to accept that about yourself just so you can do the journaling do the voice recording do whatever you feel in your heart to do really once you hear it you read that shit out loud you listen to whatever you said you can almost accept things more that are coming in your ear and it's often get your kids out of the room if you have taught them about Santa, Father Christmas, whatever you want to call it. But it's it's basically like how we have taught to believe what we see. And it's basically like Santa. We, we've seen him in the mall. We've seen him on movies. We've seen everything. Honestly, we choose to believe things that we hear from our parents, whether it's to believe him or to not believe him. And if we're good, then he'll come and leave us presents. We're always taught if we're good, we'll get something out of it, whether it's safety, comfort, anything we feel like we need, emotionally, physically, gifts, anything you want to put that label on we feel like we have subconsciously subscribed to that belief i actually told somebody that we wear shoes that we say fit by me saying that what i'm saying is we subscribe to stories and beliefs that we think is in alignment with us and that's not always the case there's been so many stories that i've been setting fire to lately because they they do not fit and as much as i've tried to make them fit and stay in my life my body has been like pushing them out of the way and just like no they no, they're, they're not welcome here. They don't work. They don't fit. What are you doing? In the result of trying to make something fit, it often leads to anxiety. It leads to depression. It leads to anger and sadness and all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, girlfriend, you need to just accept what is. And I found out how to do that through personal development. I've had to figure out how responses of other people can mean something totally different. I also found out that how somebody responds to a situation oftentimes has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. And I understand what a 
fight or flight response is and a lot of people don't understand why they're doing the flight part of it and it's actually more conscious than they believe. It's only unconscious to them because they don't give it enough credit to understand what's actually happening. And it's basically, what's happening is somebody's emotions, just their nervous system, it's having a moment of just like overload is what's going on. It When something has like a release valve on it, that bitch is coming on and there's water, there's steam, whatever coming on out of it. And what's actually happening is their body recognizes the overload and they're just like, we can't be here anymore. We, we have to go like now. And that often leads to people having to flee a situation and not really give that much background. And honestly, I don't really feel like uh, we owe anybody background information, but that's beside the point. But we often don't give a lot of background information and just get very upset and just say we have to go. And the other person what what's still upsetting us is that we feel like the other person won't be able to understand that. And truth be told, they often don't. <laughs> and it can create an anger response in the other person. But being that as it may, um, you're still unconsciously answering a conscious decision that you have to leave a situation. And the reason I'm okay with somebody having to do that in a situation is because I feel like somebody should always be loyal to themselves to have to leave a situation when they feel they have to leave. I don't want somebody to stay somewhere because they believe they should to make me or anyone else happy, but I also want a person like that to access the point where that unconscious decision that's really a conscious one. I want that consciousness to be able to decide when they should come back and if they should come back to a situation and apologize or what happened or whatever. I just, I'm a little bit like at a point in my life where I can fully accept how somebody else is and not take it too hard because I I just I understand emotions in such a different way and it often leads people into thinking that I'm psychic. I just have such a deep understanding of myself and a deep understanding of somebody else's emotions. And I can honestly say that's because I am empathic. A lot of people give being an empath some kind of like mystical quality to it. And really what it is is when somebody has been 
through a massive amount of trauma and traumatic situations and abuse and childhood abuse and whatever you want to put on that. We've been in the dark for so fucking long that we've actually had to sensitize our emotions and just like tune them out and tune them into how others are feeling. So we have often neglected our own emotions for so long that we're now living for other people. Basically, we're living outside of ourselves. And we're the ones who have been called too sensitive. We're the ones who can't sit through movies about war because we can actually just like feel the amount of heaviness from the emotion that it's portraying. And I personally cannot watch the news. I'm very aware of what's happening. I'm aware of the shit show that America is becoming. I am aware, but I cannot watch the news. I read about it, but that's me subjecting myself to something that I have to read. I can't have violent images just thrust at my face. I can't do that to myself. And through being so sensitive to some things and living certain ways and really becoming aware to my triggers and things like that, I've actually been fine-tuning myself to the point where I'm understanding myself more and more every single day. And there was the longest time where I just had no idea who the actual fuck I was. When I looked in the mirror, I did not know who that was. I Obviously, I knew it was Courtney. That I'm looking at. But I actually had to sit there and be like. What do you even want? Like what do you want to do today? What kind of things do you like to do on a day to day basis? I, I'm telling you. It's been a wild ride to get where I'm at today. And like I said. A lot of people do not understand me. <laughs> want to talk about what I'm talking about today on this podcast for instance and people that don't understand me they don't have to be here I'm not here for you I'm here for me and the people that can understand me welcome (laughs) you know like I'm like out of my mind happy that you understand me I'm pretty aware that what I say is almost like a foreign language to a lot of people. And it's okay because this is who I am. This is me. And I can't and I won't stop being who I am. Mm -mm. I don't think that's even a possibility for myself anymore. And I honestly don't want it to be. I'm... I'm not here for anyone else but me anymore. And that's a choice that I've decided on. (laughs) I can't. I can't mask. 
I can't be a societal robot anymore. I may not make money to live how everybody thinks I should. And that's honestly not for you to worry about. And it's what makes me happy. This is me. I have tattoos. I'm in a wheelchair. I might dye my hair red again one day. None of that is your problem. It's not a problem at all. Not for me. A lot of people hear what I'm saying and they'll think I'm purposely being defiant or just trying to get under somebody's skin. No, that's not what I'm doing here at all. What I'm trying to say is... and. This is actually something I was told lately and I honestly love it. Anything can be normalized. Anything can. And what happens to be normalized are often the things that the masses see as good or okay or right. And no, I'm done with that. I've I've tried to fit into a box my whole life and no matter what I did even if I stayed in that box there were people in my life that had a massive problem with it huge problem and it's like a damned if you do damned if you don't kind of thing and I sat here and I was like well if everybody's gonna have a fucking issue with me anyways, then I'm just gonna do whatever I want to. There's like a part of life where it feels like everyone makes you feel like nothing is ever enough. Nobody's ever skinny enough. Nobody's ever tan enough. Some people are too dark, you know, and just too light, too this, too that. All these social medias, I mean... The likes and the approvals and everything. There's nothing wrong with getting likes, but there is something wrong with getting likes to a life that you're trying to portray that isn't the case. Something that is not real. It will never be real. Somebody can go all day long and have all these pretty pictures up on their Instagram or whatever and on the inside they're quietly dying and it's because we're trying to live up to some kind of trend, some kind of standard, but what we're not focused on anymore is trying to be happy. It really, really upsets me that people can go to that extent because I've been there. I've been there one too many times, but I can admit that without cringing because that version that I was, that version of Courtney that used to do everything so that everybody was happy, she's gone. She's dead now. She's not coming back either. And I don't want her back. I like who I am now. It's hard to fight against popular opinions and things like that. But what makes it easier is when you just kind of throw in the flag. Fly the white flag and just be like, fuck it. I, I know what it's like to try and hit those impossible standards of society. And that's the thing, it's impossible. It, 
you're never going to reach that point of being accepted. Everybody thinks there's some kind of finish line to where they think that, oh, once I reach this point, oh, things are going to be great. Hate to burst your bubble there, but that's not the case. There's no finish line, babe. There's never going to be a point where everything's all fine and dandy. There's only a point where you can be happy with who you are. That's as close to a finish line as there is. You being happy with yourself. Only having to please your own self. And in that struggle to get there is so damn beautiful. Because you did that for you. You did not do that for anyone else but you. And honestly, that's so admirable. I can really just like sink my teeth into that. Wanting to honor yourself to the extent of just not giving a flying fuck about what anyone thinks. Totally just living for you. Knowing exactly what makes you happy. Because in the end, you're all you've got, babe. That's it. That's 100% it. Living for yourself. It's really not easy getting here. There's going to be people that don't like what you're doing. People that create resistance to what you're trying to do. You have to learn how to be okay with that. Okay with the unhappy that people have for you just doing you. Because were they really happy anyway? If they always seem to have a problem with anything that you're doing whether it is the right way or the wrong way also who says that something is right or wrong that's something i really want you to ask yourself who told you in the first place that where you are right now is where you need to be why don't you ask yourself if what you've been doing is what you want to do. Hmm? When I broke down every belief I had and started asking, I question everything. If somebody says I can't do something, I'm going to ask you why. I'll be that like six-year-old version of myself or kid version of somebody and just be like, why? 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 Until you just hate me. Who made the rules that you're following? Who told you to do what you're doing? Who told you to feel like how you feel? Who told you to eat everything that you're eating? Who told you to drive the car that you're driving? Who told you to have that bank account at that bank? Who told you to live where you live? Who told you to feel bad about your past? <laughs> I feel like I just like rock some people's worlds with those questions. And honestly, I don't, I don't see that as a bad thing. I'm here to live my life authentically. And that is just the thing thing that kind of triggers people <laughs> because I'm one of those ones that are comfortably going against the grain for the rest of my life and 
asking the questions that nobody asks, saying the things that nobody say because they're just too afraid to be different. And I'm just not. <laughs> I've always been different. And I couldn't accept that for the longest time. But now I can clearly see that as an asset and not something to feel ashamed of. And I can honestly say I think that's pretty dope. And I can be happy with who I am now. I'm actually going to close out this episode. And I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a lot more episodes like this. And I'm actually very excited to feel this comfortable about putting it on a public platform like I am. Because old Courtney wouldn't have been okay with that. And this Courtney, the one you hear right now, she doesn't do anything for anyone else. She only does things for herself. And... I'm fine with that. I never do anything to hurt anyone. I don't even do things to hurt myself. This is me accepting that I've kind of had that finish line I was talking about. That internal finish line. I'm just, I'm happy with being who the fuck I am. And I really do want that for a massive amount of people. I, shit, I'd like that for everyone, but everyone isn't gonna follow anything I'm saying. No, I'm not saying follow, like, in a cult. (laughs) That's not what this is, but I would like to lead the way for everyone to just accept who they are. Accept that they're different, because that's honestly the most beautiful thing. That's why not all flowers are the same. If they were all the same, they'd be fucking boring. And they're not. And they're all different colors. Some only bloom when it's like hot as hell outside. Some bloom when it's almost cold, you know? Everybody blooms at a different point in their lives. And at different seasons. I want you to ask yourself what your season is. Is it now? Can you feel it brewing? Have you been aching to meet a part of yourself or a new version of yourself? Ask yourself something like that. Now, this is something new that I'm going to try after I conclude this episode. I am going to play a song. It's called Sunrise by our last night and I think it's beautiful. I think it goes well with what I've talked about today. Our last night is the band and the song is called Sunrise. Have a beautiful day. Start questioning your beliefs. Start doing things for just you. I think that's a beautiful decision to make. I love you guys very much. Have a nice rest of the day. Bye, guys.